Welcome to another episode of This Is Getting Old. I am your host, John, and with me, as always, I have my co-host. Um, Clark? Are you, are you not sure about that? That's a question. Is that, is that still my name? I don't, I don't know anymore. <laughs> so tired. Uh, I know what you mean. Um, for anybody listening to this, and if this uh, energy is not up to your standards, I am very sorry. Uh, I am exhausted. I have not slept. Uh, you know, we had to work on a Saturday, and then I'll be going to work Sunday night. So not a lot of break time in between. But let's 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 flip that a little bit. Let's talk about something positive real quick. Um, as of I think Thursday. No, it was Wednesday, right? Yes, Wednesday. I think it was as of Wednesday. We officially hit 100 plays per episode. So this is going to be the last time I actually talk about numbers for a while because I think now we hit this milestone. I mean, the next milestone would be like 200 or 300. So I don't want to keep you know continually, gradually going along and talking about all the numbers. But uh, I will say what we are currently at now is, as soon as uh, it actually wants to load, I will tell you, it was 107 plays per episode right now. 107 geez wasn't it just like two months ago we're like can we hit 45 yeah pretty much we hit a stride man we hit a stride it's been nice it's like i i don't plug it that much like i plug it when i can and like this morning i haven't touched reddit in two days or so and last thing i knew i went to bed and i woke up and we went up 44 plays and so can we attribute most of that to reddit i think reddit has been a huge step forward for us Man, Reddit, I, you know what, up until a couple, I mean, I've known what Reddit was, but when I log in, it, like, I did create an account a long time ago, and so I log in now, and I look at it, and I'm like, what is all this jumbled crap? It just, it <laughs> looks like, looks like, you know, 1999, 2001 chat rooms to me. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Yeah, it's, it can be confusing, but once you kind of understand a little bit, um, you know, where to look for the topics that we're talking about, it becomes so much easier. So tell me how it works for us. Like, how are we doing with Reddit? Uh, basically, at this point, uh, I find a podcast page or whatever topic we're talking about. For instance, we've talked about the flat Earth. We talked about young Earth. So I found those pages. And then I would either post in a page saying, um, you know, we're a young podcast coming up. would love to hear what people's thoughts and opinions are of this. And I would post it there. Um, there's also like threads where people just post the new episodes and people go on there and listen to stuff. I've listened to a couple of ones, it's, you know, they're pretty good ones. I'm actually in communication with at least two, I think, off the top of my head, that we're talking about doing like advertising for each other, post, share their podcast, and they share ours on their show. Very cool, very cool. Because I, I mean, I just I don't know much about Reddit, and then now because of Reddit, I feel like we're we're growing. Um, bigger than i mean quicker than i thought so it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool thing to see all right well uh i have a simple question for you before we get started okay um what is the definition of a villain antagonist 
Okay, okay. antagonist is good. Antagonist. That's probably. I mean, that's probably this the simplest I get without like pulling up a definition. Well, the um, the definition that I pulled off of Merriam-Webster is a character in a story or a play who opposes the hero. Okay. It's also a deliberate scoundrel or criminal, one blamed for particular evil or difficulty. So th- that's uh, a simple example. So when you think of villains, like who are the names that you think of? Um, Lex Luthor, um, uh, the Claw from <laughs> Claw from um, In- In- Inspector Gadget. Okay, that's, uh, that's what I was thinking that you were gonna say. <laughs> sorry, I was just being stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, pro- probably probably Lex Luthor is like the number one in my mind. I mean, Lex Luthor is complete opposite of Superman in the sense that he wants the glory to be his whereas superman doesn't want the glory he just wants to be helpful um yeah i mean the interesting i think the thing that makes a villain the perfect villain to me is someone that doesn't see themselves as a villain but sees them as themselves as a hero they in their own mind are doing the right thing so that's where it crosses the line, right? So maybe you're maybe they're opposing the like protagonist of the sh- of the show or comic or, or movie, but like what if you can as a as a like a reader or as a viewer um, can say like you know what I actually see this that their side, like are they still the a villain even though like their their worldview is like crystal clear to them? Well, because like there there's an interesting concept where where I mean you have obviously like. For instance, Red Skull. Red Skull is trying to have Hydra take over the world. They're a Nazi organization versus Captain America. And there's a cool crossover back in the day with uh, DC and Marvel where Joker is trying to get him to join. Or, uh, sorry, Red Skull is trying to get Joker to join his regime. And he's like, uh, that mask must be cutting off the oxygen in your brain. I might be a criminal lunatic, but I am not a criminal, uh, but I am an American criminal. Uh, criminal lunatic do i look like a nazi to you (laughs) it's so good like in in a weird crazy mindset that the joker has he's like yeah dude i have morals i'm not a nazi yeah i guess my question is more like not like okay i see this guy has a had a crappy background therefore he became a villain i get it but what if what he's doing is right like i guess i could suggest um like in Swordfish, the movie Swordfish, you've seen it, right? Yeah. You know, so um, like in the very end, the it seems like the bad guy is actually a good guy, right? Like the idea is like, would you, could you, if you had to kill a thousand Americans to save ten million, would would you do it? And he would, he would absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it you know grows, it goes to show show that. So, is he really a villain? I mean. I guess. Okay, so then, when you think of, like, okay, so Batman villains. I've already talked about the Joker. When you think of Batman villains, like, what comes to mind? Like, the names of the villains? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Joker, Riddler, Two-Face, you know, on and on. Okay, so, like, all solid, like, gang-officiated, like officiated, uh, organized crime, you know, yeah, makes-sense sure. kind of villains. So, what if I were to say that there are some other villains of Batman's that exist. For instance, Orca, a man who basically looks like a killer whale. Or... (laughs) Orca? Or Condiment King. 
the condiment king. Who has guns who shoot mustard and ketchup. Wait a minute. So is this like the comics? Oh, this is comics. Um, (laughs) What about King Tut? This was back in like... I remember from the 60s TV series, there was King Tut, who was a man who believed that he actually was the reincarnation of King Tut. Wow. Or Maxi Zeus, who uh, believed he was the reincarnation of, you know, the god Zeus. (laughs) And then, of course, there's my personal favorite... um, It's a character named Deathman. This is a villain who had one power, and that was the ability that he could, uh, that was playing dead. It worked once, and then Batman figured it out, and Deathman was no longer a problem again. (laughs) It's like like his um, his character arc is one comic. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, I think he appeared in another thing before, but I mean, obviously, it's like, okay, he plays dead. It's like a possum. I get it. So, I don't know if you get what i'm talking about today but today we're going to be talking about bad bad villains and by bad i don't mean oh man that's bad like that's good no i'm talking about terrible villains villains that have terrible powers have terrible ideas you know their plan doesn't make any sense whatsoever i'm talking about bad villains so about, can, they, can they just look bad to be on this list? Can they just be like, okay, you don't even look like a villain? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, too. Okay. So I, I have one for you, and I would love to hear what you think. So we are taking from all different genres, whether it be movies, cartoons, comics, novels, anything. But we wanted to be as PG as we could. Like, we want people to understand, like, these are kids villains that we're pulling from as much as we can um so this was actually a mention uh tom norris actually said uh from the captain planet universe every single villain from the captain planet universe was terrible captain planet yeah that's actually i'm surprised they haven't re- like made like a live action captain planet yet but um i gotta try to remember some of the like some of the bad guys help me help me remember okay so i'm gonna pull up some right here um, I know Captain Planet had his Planeteers. <laughs> you can be one too. <laughs> okay, so uh, you had uh, Captain Pollution. Oh, uh, yeah. Do- Dr. Blight. Duke Nukem. Yeah, that's real. Uh, Vernimus Scum. Hoggish Greedly. Zarm. Loot and Plunder, and Sly Sludge. Hoggish Greedly, I remember, because he was like the big pig-looking dude. Ah. Who would snort, like, all the time. Loot and Plunder is actually in the, in the like, theme song, right? I think Loot so. Loot and Plunder, you'll pay for this, Captain Planet. <laughs> We're the Planeteers, and you can be one, too. I get it. We're going to pull that song for this episode, for dang sure. Fire! Wind! Water! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's our powers magnified. And he's fighting on the planet side. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna help him put asunder. Bad guys who like to lose. Thunder. You pay for 
okay. Yeah, oh God. So that I, I agree one thousand percent. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're basically just gonna gonna go, you know, back and forth. If uh, you want to keep looking up some, I can throw more at you. So if you have another one, go right ahead. Well, I think here in the de- definition, I think that um, a bad villain would probably be. Let's go. Like we're, we're talking G or PG. Um, what about um, the uh, owner of the Chum Bucket, Plankton? Plankton. I, I think out of all the movies, he's only in TV shows. I think he's only been really successful twice. So he he's actually has been successful then. I mean, successful in the sense that, I mean, most villains end up losing at the end anyway. So, I mean, I don't want to discredit that. Sure. Because, I mean, how often has Joker been caught? So... But in the very first movie, I mean, he literally controls the entire town of Bikini Bottom. Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't until the Goofy Goober plays that he was able to stop Plankton. I just know mainly he's like after the secret ingredient, right, or the secret recipe for Mr. Mm-hmm. Krabs. They're like they were friends at one point. They, they have restaurants across the road from each other. And he, they, that's, that's what he's doing is trying to find like how to make the – you know, crusty crab pat. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's um, he's he, he always. I thought he always failed. I couldn't remember him succeeding. Um, but to me, that falls that falls in right to bad villains. Yeah, yeah. Because the only other time I can think really he was successful is when he got all his family members to come and they all kidnapped Mister Krabs and they actually you know were reading from the bottle of all the secret formula and everything oh. like that. But then he found out one of the secret ingredients was plankton. <laughs> of course. It's not really the secret formula. It, you know, it was just Mr. Krabs faking it. But right. at the same time, I consider that somewhat successful because he basically was able to read from the bottle. So okay. And to be uh, fair, I've only seen, honestly, I've seen a handful of um, SpongeBob, and I know it's to some people that's crazy and sacrilegious. But <laughs> I think SpongeBob came out as like like ninety nine or two thousand, and I was like. Uh, that was like beginning of high school for me, and I wasn't I wasn't watching SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't I didn't have any little any siblings or, or cousins younger than me that were watching SpongeBob, so I never really watched a whole lot of it. And now Ashley, my wife, hates SpongeBob. So, um, not to throw her under the bus, but she just hates the like his voice and like the whole like. I don't think it's I don't I'm not sure it's the content. It's more of just like the sounds in the background because she did have younger siblings that watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like so so Amelia doesn't watch it, you know. So I just I don't have any kind of outlet to watch SpongeBob. I never have. Oh, I'm really. sorry. <laughs> I digress. Chadwick Miller suggested Darth Helmet from Spaceballs. Oh. So Spaceballs is the parody version of Star Wars by uh, Mel Brooks, and Darth Helmet is basically. Uh, I think it's Rick Moranis. Yeah, Rick Moranis plays Darth Helmet. Yeah. And the whole time he keeps talking with the helmet up, and the sl- it would just slide down over his face. He's like, <laughs> yeah, like constantly. I think Rick Moranis may be the first the first person I saw, you know, growing up. Like they had like those round black glasses. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, like his look was just uh, distinguishable. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, that's a good one, Chadwick. Yeah, it was a very good one. Got another one for us? Um, see, I'm, I'm so like not gonna do any real good one. Like you're gonna do the Marvel stuff. You're gonna do the bat. You know, you're gonna do that. I'm doing like my next one's Wiley Coyote. 
See, Wile E. Coyote's a good one. Wile E. Coyote, straight from the um, the Looney Tunes, uh, Merry Melodies, I believe. And it goes, I think, I think dating back to like the 1950s, perhaps. Um, but clearly, if you don't know who Wile E. Coyote is, I mean, he... Um, Here's an example of something that always happens in every episode, pretty much. Like, a boulder is about to fall on Wile E. Coyote, and he opens up a tiny umbrella to block to block the boulder from falling. Of course, he gets he gets smushed, but, I mean, he's terrible. He's a, he's a coyote. I feel like there's a lot easier ways than ordering, you know, ordering uh, equipment from Acme that comes in the mail that are, like, so extravagant, and then it backfires, and, of course, he's falling off a cliff or whatever. Yeah. And he keeps ordering from the same company. You figured you'd stop by now. <laughs> yeah, that company is no good. Order from another one. Um, but did you know that uh, the Wiley Coyote was originally written as a uh, like a parody to like Tom and Jerry? Oh no, I totally see that. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. It's either that or like a Sylvester and Tweety kind of concept too. Exactly, like the so whole I wasn't like sure chase which one yeah. came first. Exactly. Well, I have another suggestion from Kenny Belgrave. He, I'm going to stick with your SpongeBob. Kenny, here. he said the dirty bubble. Dirty bubble. I know <laughs> what that is. So it was a, uh, it was a Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy villain, <laughs> and he essentially was just a giant bubble that was dirty, but he was actually defeated by SpongeBob because SpongeBob wanted his autograph and he poked poked the bubble on accident and popped him and he was done <laughs> so it's, i just typed in a dirty dirty bubble spongebob and like it says it says villain interest being evil and eating dirt <laughs> pretty much <laughs> oh that's funny i do have one other one that i thought you'd really enjoy so have you ever heard of the crazy quilt i have not so the crazy quilt is a batman villain um, after his eyes were injured in a robbery, Crazy Quilt underwent an experimental procedure, which resulted in him seeing nothing but blinding bright colors. This, of course, turned him into an insane criminal. How insane? Well, first of all, he tried to steal colors itself, which, <laughs> which no one ever figured out how he planned to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought you'd like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. But man, I like I. You can just Google like b- bad villains, and there's some really just dumb ones. And oh, um, yeah. before before like, I don't know. The last one I just thought about just kind of randomly was the um, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man from 1984 <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters. Of course, it's like a kind of like a Godzilla type deal where it's like this big creature is like attacking a city in a way. He looks. I mean, he he's this big marshmallow guy. And he has a white sailor hat, blue like hat band, and like a red handkerchief. He just he looks silly, and um, I know like he's I think the um, like a deity, like the actual bad guy is like manifested into him or whatever. But he's mm-hmm. like the villain, and, and arguably maybe the like maybe, maybe maybe the like the like the icon, I guess you could say like one of the most recognizable features of Ghostbusters. Besides maybe Slimer or the Ghostmobile. Mm-hmm. Is it called the Ghostmobile? What is it called? It's the Echo One. Echo One. Yeah, there we go. Um, is Stay Puff Marshmallow Man's probably as recognizable as most of those. So speaking of which, let's spin off that real quick before we okay. jump into the next one. Um, did you see the trailer for, or the teaser trailer for Ghostbusters 3? I did not. I think 
Jordan Reichman? Justin Reichman? I, I don't remember his first name. Uh, the son of Alan Reichman is coming out with the Ghostbusters 3. And oh, rumor word. is he has the entire original cast. And that's okay. I'll look. It's, it's coming out in 2020, apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, my do you word. To, do you happen to have his name? What is it? Reichman? I'm looking right now. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, he actually came out with a tweet recently, and it was really cool because he posted a picture of the Echo One, and it says, "My dad finally gave me the keys to the car." <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. But yeah, so if you can pull up his name, um, I'll jump into the next one here. So I have another one that you'll really enjoy. A lot of these are Batman villains because I mean that's what I'm the most familiar with. So this one's called the Penny Plunderer. And this guy basically just steals pennies. That's it. And what's to do with the pennies when he gets them? Exactly. <laughs> like, turns into, like, a Scrooge McDuck situation? I don't know. He just collects them in his money bin? <laughs> Pretty uh, much. So, director Jason Reitman? Jason. Jason Reitman. Okay. Reitman, okay. Gil, Ke- Gil Keenan and Jason Reitman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, he, he did... Um, he did some good movies. That's crazy that there's a trailer out, but if you go to IMDb, it doesn't list a single person that's signed up to be a cast member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was, uh, like, uh, it was the, the teaser came out. No one is expecting it. It was, like, no this was This is, like, when they announced they were going to do a Star Wars uh, Episode Seven, and then nothing was talked about it. Like, they barely showed the cast. No one knew who, who was playing what. We didn't know the character names. Like, it was really held close to the chest. That is nuts, man. If they had the original cast back for Ghostbusters 3, that is going to be good. Because we've talked about it on this podcast. That, that last Ghostbusters was... Bleh. Yeah, pretty eh. much. Okay, sorry. I digress again. All right, so uh, you got another one for me? Um... I mean, I don't. Those are the the three that I that I actually like thought just thought about. I could I could bring up more, but yeah. Well, if you want, you can think of some more. Um, I'll say some more over here. Um, there's an Ant Man villain named Egghead, and the Living Eraser. Now, I don't know much about the Living Eraser other than I believe he actually just erased people from existence. But an Egghead was just a guy with a egg-shaped head that was kind of smart but really i want you to say it in stan lee's voice egghead and the living eraser <laughs> i'm like it's all i can think of when you, when you say those names i was like oh they're terrible yeah those are bad it's almost like they decided to just brainstorm everything they could think of and like well, let's put them all in uh when you think of the asbestos lady yeah you thought <laughs> of everything um so the asbestos lady, of course, is the potential uh, carcinogens danger. Uh, that's before we knew what like asbestos was or anything like that. We didn't yeah. realize how terrible it was for people. But uh, the character predates all of that stuff, um, and it actually takes place back in the '40s. And this was timely comics. It was actually the Human Torch, not the original. That is the original Human Torch, not Johnny Storm from the Fantastic Four. Right. Um, Basically, asbestos is fireproof. So it was a woman who dressed up in fireproof clothing. And that oh, was the villain word. for Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. That's, yeah. So, yeah, that's like go. they grabbed, like, you know, you hear the whole, like, 
grab a handful of spaghetti, throw it against the wall, see what sticks, right? Pretty much. But it didn't matter if it stuck. They like, well, there's some in the floor. Let's just throw those, you know, let's use those too. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one that I kind of, I, I just looked it up, but I, I was kind of thinking about it before. Um, I, I've recently been playing a lot of um, the new um, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and one that popped up for like, if you look at Nintendo Terrible Villains, is Master Hand. Master Hand is apparently a terrible villain. I this is my first Smash, so I, did, I didn't know much about Master Hand. But this article from on uh, therichest.com says 15 villains who suck. This one just popped up. He basically created the universe of Smash Bros. just because he liked to collect trophies. And then if you get to um, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, like he serves as the primary antagonist uh, who tries to you know to get all the heroes turned into trophies. Until the powerful taboo shows up, um, and then Master Hand sides with the Smash Bros. and the Smash Bros. characters, and um, and then he is taken down by taboo. And so it's like it's pretty sad when you're like the an all-powerful detached hand. You can't even defeat a boss with the help of all your amazing characters. Yeah. So there you go. There's Master Hand from Super Smash Bros. Okay. Well, I have the Flash villain, the Fiddler who can channel channel magical powers via his violin. (laughs) I think that's, um, I think his real name is Boyd Tinsley from the Dave Matthews band. Uh, no comment. Please don't. (laughs) Too soon? Too soon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a Disney villain for you. Hey! Uh, so, Edgar from the movie The Aristocrats, um... He was the butler for the old lady, yeah. and he found out that the old lady was giving her, uh, what was you know all her money and everything when she dies, to her inheritance to the cats, and not the butler who works for her. Why why would he get it? It makes no yeah, sense. That's stupid. <laughs> so he got jealous and he attempted to drown the cats in the river. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's so terrible bad. that I'm laughing at that. I get no, it's that, funny. It's stupid. The, he's a terrible villain. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought you were gonna go that when you said Disney. I thought you were gonna go the whole like because I considered this one too, um, the whole Wreck It Ralph. Because that he's I've never he's, really watched Wreck It Ralph, so I don't. Well, he's I mean he's the villain in the in the in the um, the arcade game, but this mm-hmm. is like his story. So I saw that on a list or two that Wreck It Ralph was like a really bad villain because he's actually sensitive and cares about people and he just plays that that bad guy in the game but so so if we live in a world where everything has a villain in, in some way does that mean um what is that movie that pixar did with the emotions does that mean our emotions are our villains oh yeah what was that movie called yeah i don't remember off the top of my head i know it was really good i really liked it inside out yeah inside out yep I think I've seen that once. Like most of the movies that have come out that Amelia's watched, we've seen a handful of times at least. I think I've seen that one one time. It's re- it's really good. I really enjoy it. But if there's a world where, you know, there are villains in every movie, our our emotions are villains. That is way too deep for me to an- answer on one podcast. <laughs> we'll get um we'll get Cuban back in here and we'll talk about it. All right. So I have a few questions for you then. Um, or a few more suggestions for you. Um, I have Mumra from uh, Thundercats. Okay. Uh, I just remember it was a 
it looked terrible. I thought his the his look was terrible, but at the same time, if you have lackeys who are as bad as what he had, would you continue to send them out to do missions to try and succeed in your uh, <laughs> you know, your quest? That's a same, good question. I mean, Skeletor is the same thing. Like, it's not a large world that they live in, and yet he seems right. to always fail and cannot take over Eternia. <laughs> so Skeletor yeah, uh, on that list too for me. I'd say his uh, it's but it's always like his henchmen that are dumb, right? Mm-hmm. Like the his his hired help. Yeah, pretty much. Mickey, that yeah seems to always be the problem. You also, you also had, uh, Kangaroo from Spider-Man. I, I'm sure you know most Spider-Man villains technically are somewhat animal-like because you have Vulture, you have Scorpion, you have the Rhino. I mean, all are you know make their points for what they do, but then you had Kangaroo. And Kangaroo was just an Australian man who could leap really well. Imagine that. Yeah, he could hop. So, And of course, then you also have Beltruck the Leaper, who his power was that he could leap. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, there you go. <laughs> I mean, Bel- uh, Beltruck the Leaper, uh, I think uh, Captain America Winter Soldier did the best at trying to like make him look better. Because they made him like a French assassin who could actually like do like crazy parkour fighting. I don't know. It was kind of cool. That's funny. If you just type in like I typed in terrible villains in um, Google and it's like it's like one of the let's see, Codpiece, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, Blue Snowman, then the Fiddler is number four. That's funny. I, I've never even heard of the Fiddler. Good one. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, any last ones? The other list had like Mister Freeze from Batman and Robin. Um, yeah, but that's just uh, that's that's the only issues. Is I didn't want to say like, oh well, this version of it was really bad. And like, yeah, I mean, I'm just talking about the villain itself. I don't need to know the different versions of everything. Yeah, right. Because I mean, if you really want to look at it, uh, like you said. Uh, Bane from Batman and Robin was terrible because he was just a Bane monster. But when you look at Dark Knight Rises, he was oh yeah a planned action, knew what he was doing villain. So yeah. I don't want to say Bane because there's at least two live action incarnations of him, and one was fantastic, and one was you know shite. There was something that I mentioned to you. It was similar. You said something similar. I said somebody, and you're like, well, they were terrible in this, but they were really good in the comics or in this. Do you remember what, what, it, what it was? Who it was? Uh, I'm trying to go through our conversation right now. I, I don't know if we had it in the Facebook chat or actually in the Discord group. Uh, you said Zorg from the Fifth Element. <laughs> yeah, so bad, but that's not really... That's not PG. Oh, Hook. Oh. It was Hook. You said Hook, which... Uh, the idea of Hook, yeah, he always fails. But at the same time, I said the movie Hook uh, with Hoffman, Dennis Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he kind of did his job because in a way he warped his, uh, Peter Pan's son's mind to truly not want to go home. Like, in a way, he was somewhat successful. Oh, yeah, so, like, I've... Because I'm a father of a five-year-old, right? The my, the Captain Hook in my mind was the cartoon, like the bumbling idiot cartoon when this like, plan like never had a plan. His his crew was always dumb. They they mm-hmm. yeah. 
Like, especially if you see, like, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just he was just really bad. But, yeah, like you said, kind of back to your point, like, if you, you, you could get into a longer conversation, like, just debating, like, the versions of villains. Um, the other one that you mentioned to me was Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's hard because Empire Strikes Back, he looks like he's going to be this massive badass character. Right. And then you see him in Jedi Returns, and he's this terrible villain who literally got tripped up by a blind man and fell into a Sarlacc pit. It's like, <laughs> what the hell just happened? Yeah. But, like, in the comics, in, like, in the graphic novels and, like, all the books, they make him out to be this amazing badass. So, like, it's so hard to pick that he's a terrible villain because, really, I mean, in one version, he's fantastic. Just in one movie, they make him look like a slipping idiot. Yeah. Yeah, no, so. I mean, I get, you, I get your point. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, like, not to get into that kind of conversation with this with this episode. Yeah. So, Man, I'm if, gonna. I'm definitely gonna have to go back and watch that. And now I'm thinking about that Ghostbusters three movie. Oh yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're just gonna make this a quick episode today. Like, I don't think we need to go into depth on all this stuff. Like, we mentioned some that I find really enjoyable. Um, but if you would like to suggest a villain, please comment on the Facebook group or send us an email at gettingoldpod at gmail.com and then you know we'll definitely shout you out on the episode do like a nice little shout out segment where we talk about the previous episode and what your opinions are yeah absolutely and before we I know we're going to end this pretty quickly um, I just want to say a word real quick about our last two episodes mm-hmm. um, so I've had just you know, in the last two episodes were the uh, the um, part one and part two of the uh, flat Earth and then the and the young Earth. I've had some mixed like the mixed bag of reactions, and um, I just want to say I don't regret doing it because it was something no. I didn't know a lot about, and it's a lot of information. Now my wife said that she fell asleep to both of them in two different times because it was kind of kind of boring. Um, <laughs> but I mean that it's not so much like the information was boring it was that there was really i mean literally i think there was a time where cuban was talking for 10 to 15 minutes uninterrupted by me um so part of that is i'm going to get i'll get better about interviewing and putting you know on on an episode other part was i was so like hardcore like i want to thank this guy for for his time i don't want to challenge him at all mm-hmm. which i i'll probably probably uh do like at least a little bit of like, yeah, you said this, but what about this? A little, a little bit more next time, so it's not so mm. bad. So, but thank you for bearing with us, and I, I know over a hundred people listened. So, oh, yeah. th- thank you so much, guys. Yeah, in the last three days, eighty-one people have listened to the last episode. So, yeah, thanks, yeah, guys. I appreciate it. But we're gonna get back on track, right? I think, like, lesson learned by me that like you guys really, I feel like you want to hear more of like what we're doing now, the villains, the these kind of things but we will definitely like we're not gonna stop pushing and trying different things oh no we just can't this was more of a light-hearted conversation that we could follow up with something that we were talking pretty heavily and serious about you know yeah. it's conspiracies and everything like that so yeah for sure let's try and do a little bit of light-hearted stuff in between everything like that so thank you guys so much we um so thankful for you And uh, so my hope and goal is that we can actually get Ashley on here soon um, to to talk about the topic that she wanted to discuss. We say Ashley, you got to maybe got to say double E or correct. um, correct. Uh, Team. 
Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but that'll always be funny to me, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it always makes me smile every time I say it. So, <laughs> um, so uh, I have one other final thing before we jump into the last part of our segment. Uh, so I was thinking that at the end of every topic, we could suggest something to one of our listeners that we have watched, listened to, read recently, anything like that. So I thought of one thing that I would like suggest, and that would be uh, there is a book that I think is absolutely insane. And again, graphic novel, you know I have a problem, my comics and everything like that, but this is hilarious. So it it is hilarious in the sense that uh, there's a Spider-Man book who is an old Spider-Man, like much older, and he is, uh, find out he's alone, he's no longer with Mary Jane, who was his wife, and you're trying to figure out what's going on, and there's an interesting villain, and kinda, I guess, it's just another symbiote of Venom in a way, but uh, you find out that his man stuff, his, um, his semen, I guess, I could say, uh, is radioactive. <laughs> so like, he gave her cancer with his radioactive. What? <laughs> so you suggest this or you don't suggest this? I'm trying oh, to figure out. I suggest out. that because I think it's hilarious <laughs> and I think you should read it because it's actually not a bad book. It's just very funny. Um, the book title, I believe, is uh, Spider-Man Rain. R-E-I-G-N. Well. So uh, that's sh- my recommendation. It shouldn't surprise me that things like that exist, but it always does. Uh, dude, it gets way worse, and I can I'm sure it talk does. about them almost every week. I know it's so, going to be on Clark Recommends this week. <laughs> so, do you have any uh, recommendations? Just things, something, something I've watched, or, or yeah, yeah I mean, I TV um, show or movie that you watched recently. Well, I Ashley and I, I mean, since we're our schedules are so strange, the last you know, and we have a we have a new a newborn. I mean, I guess she's six about six months old now, so she's infant stage. Mm-hmm. We um. We still come together and watch, you know, a couple of shows. One is The Blacklist. Um, okay. I honestly, there was, uh, I think, were they in season four or five now? And season one was amazing. Season two was, two and three just kind of like went down. They're back. This season has, has been really, really good. So I suggest if you if you fell off, you started watching The Blacklist, and you fell off, come back, come back. It's 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 good. Get go through the last episode or season or two. Come back. It's pretty good. It's getting better. Um, that's okay. that's probably like the most recent thing I've watched. I haven't had a whole lot of time to watch much, but we try to we try to watch watch um, you know okay. a, a show or two. So that's that's it for me. Um, one other final thing, I thought you'd like to hear this. Um, so, are you familiar with who Robin or I'm sorry, who Brooke Lopez is? Uh, Ye- NBA player. Yes, because um, yes, yes, I am. So, so are you familiar with? I think it's the Spurs. Um, they have an issue with bats in their stadium occasionally. And there was a moment where um, Ginobili, I think a couple of years ago, if not last year, swatted a bat out of the middle of the air because it was you know in the middle <laughs> of their play and they had to stop it. Um, well, Brooke Lopez, he plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. He was there in, uh, on the court when the uh, bat were there was actually multiple bats flying around and they asked him uh, what he thought about it and he said quote if you see a bat around and it bites you 
you have a 75% chance of becoming a superhero. I'm just going to make myself available. At that point, it's up to the bat. A lot of it is up to fate in these superhero stories. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny because I imagine being like a serious type in. Like, hey, what would you do? And he, he goes off on that yeah, little tirade. That's, That's funny. So, I, I thought you'd appreciate that. It's yes, a funny I do. little joke. I remember Brooke Lopez now. When, um, I, a lot of people who don't live in Atlanta don't remember this, but a few years ago, the the act the the Hawks were actually good. <laughs> we were good for like a season or two, and um, I remember Brooke Lopez being on. Was he on like the Nets at the time, or he was on a team that was like, got in our way and like knocked us out. I can't I remember think who it, it was. Might have been the Nets, maybe. I don't. I don't remember. I can't remember, but he like. I was like, man, he's pretty good. So that's 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 where I know him from. And okay. I know what you're thinking. The Hawks were good once. Yes. Yeah, back when they had Joe Kinda. Johnson. Kinda. What'd you say? Back when they had Joe Johnson. Nah. Man, <laughs> don't want to talk no, no, about the got, Hawks. They no, don't they they got, exist. Though. They got Trey Young, man. What the heck? The, the future looks okay. The future looks okay, maybe. <laughs> but that's what we do: is we get excited and then it doesn't work out. So well, it's Atlanta in a uh, nutshell. It's okay. Well, I recently, um, I always make the joke that I always try to make a full white sports team on the video games that I play because I think <laughs> it's hilarious because you just don't see it anymore. Yeah. And um, quite recently. Uh, I decided that I was going to pick a team to start following because I like basketball. I've, getting, I've gotten back into it. But I'm like, you know what? I don't like Chicago. I don't ever follow Chicago teams. I don't like the management of Chicago. So I'm just going to pick a random team that I really enjoy. I don't want to be a bandwagon, so I picked the Dallas Mavericks. Not <laughs> doing great, but I've always liked Dirk Nowitzki. And then they have uh, this rookie named Luka Doncic right now who's oh, just yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can definitely, you know, hopefully that team will get good and I can follow his bandwagon because, you know, I, I'm okay with that. Well, then they just traded for uh, Porzingis with the Knicks. So I'm like, oh, you know, he probably won't play this year because he's recovering from an ACL surgery. But could you imagine if you have Luka Doncic, Dirk Nowinski, and Porzingis all on the floor at the same time? Like, that's so many white guys on one team. Yeah, that's funny. And, and they're playing <laughs> basketball. That's funny. Oh, so funny. I, I so did I hear that that funny. trade is going to help Atlanta or something for some reason because of our pick um, next year. I don't know. Something I'm not knowledgeable enough, but I did, I did hear that. Because honestly, when, when I'm listening to our you know, 92.9 The Game, I'm listening to our sports talk radio show that I listen to, um, when, they, when they talk about like the Hawks, I, I kind of start tuning out. But something about that, something about that, uh, like it's supposed to be good for us. I don't know. I don't know. It's the same situation as when the Bulls traded for the Carmelo Anthony. It kind of helped out the Hawks actually because it diver- it like took some money away that they owed Anthony. Yeah. And gave it to the Bulls to pay him off. That's right. That's funny. So, he. Yeah, it's just funny that even he remember think about that he was actually a Hawk for what a week or was it even less than a week. Uh, 48 hours or something about a week I know they gave him a jersey yeah because that's his one request is he asked for a jersey (laughs) it's like I know I won't actually be here but can I get a jersey so do you want to go into uh, grinds my gears because I'm pretty sure this sports talk is taking over no we don't have to I mean it's not it's not a necessary thing one day we'll have a sponsor and it would be the XYZ grinding our gears segment so at that point we'll I mean, like, a not. We already have a sponsor. I mean, like, an actual, like, a mm-hmm. paying advertiser. Yeah. Well, with this, the only thing I have to say is, with that stupid polar vortex that we had hit us, and we were like negative sixty degrees, we didn't work that night. But I still had to go to work to take a truck to Milwaukee because the following morning, 
the guys had to run a route and they needed a truck, so That's I still worked. That sucks. So, and on top of that, I then had to work a run a route in Chicago, and then the next day I had to run a route out in the country. So I'm very tired, and then I actually have to go back out to Chicago Monday, Tuesday, and half of Wednesday for Chicago routes. So how <laughs> far is time. that when you say like out to Chicago? Because you live pretty close, don't you? I live an hour from my work, and then it's still another hour to hour and a half drive. Okay. So it's pretty far from where I live. So. Okay, because I consider like where, where 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 I live and then where I work. Like I consider like I claim Atlanta because I live. I feel like I live close enough to say okay, I'm I'm in I'm in I'm in Metro Atlanta. So, but you're you're not actually as close um, to Chicago. If you want to insert this clip from Wayne's World, uh, I am live as close. The closest thing I live to that's a big name is Aurora, which is a suburb of Chicago. So Wayne's World. My name is Wayne Campbell. I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Excellent. <laughs> so, um, do you have any final thoughts? The, I, I was going to do a grinds, our gear, or grinds My Gear deal, but like the only thing I could think of was um, Super is really heavy, and I want this episode to be not quite as heavy. It's just, and I'll, I'll go ahead and just say it real quick. Someone that I, I knew in, in high school and college that we kind of, like, we just drifted apart, their their mother died recently. And, like, now that we're hitting, like, you know, 30s, it's like people we know are going to be dying around us. And it's just, you know, when someone does that you know or someone that you know their family does, it's like, man, it's, we're getting old. We're getting old. And so that's it. I won't go and get philosophical about it or anything, but... Nothing yeah. like someone near us dying to help us challenge our own mortality. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame. That's the way life goes. But I guess that's our way of just saying that this is getting old. Old. Cause I've heard the time of my life And this is getting old too this has been Getting Old. If you would like to find any of our previous episodes, go to anchor.fm slash gettingold or gettingoldpod.com. There, you can subscribe to our website and you'll receive a weekly email for every time an episode drops, as well as any other things that we add to the website. If you'd like to find us on Facebook, you can find us at This Is Getting Old. That is our group page where everyone has nice little interaction. You can also find us on our fan page at This Is Getting Old Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Getting Old Pod, as well as on Twitter at Pod underscore Old. If you have any other questions or suggestions for an episode, just email us directly at gettingoldpod at gmail.com.